0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. I remember being a little kid, and since the Ontario Science Center is turning 50, <clears throat> um, how old would I have been? I don't even want to go there. Okay, so I guess I was seven. And I remember, uh, because it was the first year that the Ontario Science Center opened, and I remember my mother saying to us, Hey, we're going to take you to this new amazing place called the Ontario Science Center. What? I don't want to go there. I was into cars at the time. I wanted to go to a car museum. I, I don't want to do that. And I'll never forget going there and just being mesmerized. There were things you could touch, things you could turn, things you could ride. It was unbelievable. And uh, I'll never forget that first experience there, and I'm sure lots has changed in the 50 years. Uh, to talk mo- uh, more about all of this, uh, Maurice Betran is with us, CEO and Chief Science Officer, Ontario Science Centre, and with us now. Maurice, thanks for the time. Much appreciated.
1: Oh, thank you, Scott. Thank you for having me. And uh, you just gave the best description of of the experience of the Ontario Science Centre. Um, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's a place of curiosity of all, fun, and and where you get inspired uh, by by seeing all these wonderful things. I think that hasn't changed. We continue to try to bottle that experience and and continue to provide it to the thousands and thousands of people that come here. We are actually past our 53 million visitor mark and well on our way to 54 million visitors.
0: That's incredible. And, and you know, when you think about it, um, science continually evolves, it continually changes, so uh, I guess the Science Centre continually does the same.
1: We absolutely have to, to uh, you know, to keep relevant. Um, but but there, like I said, there is a formula there on, on, you know, if you appeal to that sense of curiosity, that sense of wonder, maybe in different ways, but that's still what gets you hooked. Well, that, you know, the funny that, thing,
0: Maurice, is that the Science Center was way, way, way ahead of everybody else when it comes to interaction, because that's what life is now. Every, especially with yes, technology, exactly. everything's interactive, and that's what the Science Center's all about. You get to touch stuff.
1: You're absolutely right. It, it was ahead of its time. It showed a lot of foresight of the entire government to, to do this, and now there are close to 3,000 science centers all over the world all based on this interactivity principle, because that's what you remember. And, uh, of course, things have changed, and we have changed with the times, and we have to consider it, and actually we have this onslaught of information from the digital world, and you have to consider how do you use that technology. And so we found out that uh, people still value and enjoy the handling things and having that interactivity and the social aspect of coming to, to, uh, to a place where you can do that with your friends and your family. So uh, we continue to do that, but we're using technology to provide some of the information to stay in touch uh, with people even before they come to the Science Center. And also we, um, we've been inviting Startups that have new technologies to come and show that on the floor, uh, particularly uh, virtual reality, immersive type of experiences. So they benefit by uh, having the public, you know, try their technologies and kind of a beta testing, and we're able to show the latest technology without having to purchase it, because that, that becomes really, really expensive.
0: That's a great idea. How do you decide what to change? I'm guessing the Ontario Science Centre has changed a great deal since that first day I went. Uh, how do you decide what's relevant, where to take, what direction to go in?
1: Yeah, so we've, we've decided that, that we should consult the community and ask what are people concerned about, what are people interested in, what would they, would they like to see. At the same time, we look at new advances and discoveries that we think uh, are going to impact our lives. And so we say, okay, you know, maybe we should be talking about this and that, and let's see what people think about it. So that's what we did with uh, the new exhibit that is just open this week, uh, called Mindworks, that is about how do you make decisions? So, uh, if you had some insight on how you decide about things, would you make better decisions? How do emotions figure into it? How do you know what you know? And what is consciousness? Mm. And, and, and how do you do all this in an experiential, fun, and interactive way? It's been quite a challenge, but we're very excited with the result.
0: Obviously, you work a lot with schools. You'll always see school buses in the parking lot. Uh, are they involved in the curriculum at all, and and how uh, and how you do what you do?
1: Yeah, so you're you're right. We actually have the largest educational program, museum-based educational program in the country. Every year, about one hundred and seventy thousand kids coming those yellow buses with their classes to, and we have an array of over thirty uh... programs that are linked to the curriculum but obviously we want to give something more that the schools don't usually do so you know there would be a reason for it to, to come here and so uh... we have from machines to dna uh... programs and of course we have the uh... the Omnimax uh... theater with all kinds of documentaries and, and so kids come here you know spend a full day uh... doing all those programs and they learn a lot, and but also I, I I hope and I believe they get inspired. And we are more in the inspiration business than the educational business.
0: That's a very valid point. How much time should you spend there? Because it's not something you can do in a hurry, is it?
1: <laughs> no, it's not. A, you know, the average stay is close to four hours. It is. Is it? it doesn't it, surprise it, me. Yeah, and people leave and say, "I didn't get to see everything." Yeah. So, but but that's part of it. We we don't want to be. You know, like an attraction that you go once in a while. We want to be a hub where the community meets and come and come again and again because they are in a learning journey and they find things here that, that allow them to, to progress in that journey.
0: Is there anything there that was there the opening, on the opening day?
1: Uh, well, I wasn't here on opening day, but we, we have an old. I guess I got to come back and see it.
0: <laughs> what about the <laughs> yes, giant yes. electrical ball that you get people would, to touch uh, to and shake your hair and, and your I, hair stands out?
1: I was going to say that that's called the Van de Graaff Accelerator. And, and, and what it does is increases uh, static electricity. Yes. And that's why your hair stands up. So somebody told me. If you were the Louvre, that would be your Mona Lisa. <laughs> and I thought, that's yeah, true. If this, is, if this is our Mona Lisa, we need to give it a, a you know a, a a place that that goes with that rank. So we move it up front. We have it close to the entrance on the second floor. We made a stage for it, and people still love to do it. So yeah, that's. Um, it never gets old.
0: It's hilarious because, again, I remember that uh, the year that it first opened, you know, in every promotional video and advertisement you've ever seen for it, it's always you know the big electrical ball and, and the kid with the hair standing straight out. Why does that? Why does that still resonate with people? Obviously, that's you're, you know you hit the nail on the head as you said with the Mona Lisa as far as being interactive and in demonstration. Uh, obviously, this has captured the attention. Why does this still still capture the attention of kids?
1: So, so this is what we're trying to distill and bottle, if you like. You know, so yeah, good idea. idea. Yeah, <laughs> if you figured <laughs> yeah. that out, you wouldn't have a problem, <laughs> yeah. would you? So, but but it has to do with something that is fun, something that is unexpected, uh, something that, that you fully participate in right? And you participate socially, other yeah. people are with you. Yeah. And so we try to have all these elements in every exhibit that, that we create. And as much as, uh, you know, the, the um, people are getting harder to surprise these days yeah. because they're, they're exposed to so many things and their attention spans are getting shorter. So <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you experience something similar on radio, but, but this is an ongoing challenge, right?
0: What about, you know, you bring up a very valid point. I mean, all the kids are, are uh, you know, embedded in technology now. So uh, is it hard to teach them? I mean, in many situations, they may already know what you're trying to teach them. How has technology changed the Science Center?
1: So... Obviously, every, all the information is now available in digital form, and and if you just want knowledge, all you have to do is to go on in the internet and and you know review those things. But I think people are, um, you know, they're hungry for uh, a physical experience where you can manipulate and 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 touch things. We are, after all, analog beings. We're not digital beings. We live in an analog world, and, and so that's that's a draw. The other thing that is a draw is the social side. So. We want to do things with our family, our friends, and so we, we do introduce um, a technology and, and digital information and whatnot in, in our exhibits, but we do it in a way that is part of the overall experience that is still very much a, a full-body a, a full kind of experience.
0: Uh, how much is climate change uh, covered in at the Ontario Science Centre?
1: So we cover it in a number of ways. Uh, we cover it both in exhibits and in progress because climate change is indeed the, the issue of our time. And uh, we need to make sure that, that uh, you know, the public uh, understand and, and uh, believe in it. And now one of the issues is that, uh, you know, many people are denying the science behind it. That was so my we, next question. There was a survey yeah. out just
0: last week that more and more people are questioning science. Yeah. What are your thoughts so, on that?
1: Uh, I, I'll get to it in a, in a second. So we do have a, a big installation called Life of the Earth that was uh, done by Director X and that looks at, uh, actually, it gives you a huge image of the Earth affected by all the changes that, that we, uh, you know, the human race had imposed into it. We also have another exhibit called Portraits of Resilience that looks at how communities have been affected by climate change react, particularly young people. and And so... The, the way we tackle it is uh, we produce both exhibits and and uh, programs that uh, lead people to to talk about it, mm. to, you know so we, we bring uh, speakers that, that talk about it and engage the audience in a dialogue. I think that it's fundamentally important that that we all um, you know understand this because the only hope that we have to solve these big problems that we have like climate change. Uh, but also social and, and other issues, is through science and technology. And if we turn our backs on science and technology, then we're going to be in a lot of trouble.
0: We've only got a little bit of time left, but why do you think people are skeptical of science now?
1: Uh, I think it has to do with uh, you know uh, the the sound bite where you want to see oh this study says that coffee is good for you, and the next day says well, coffee is bad for you, and so people say well, well they do 't know what they 're talking about mm. I, I think it, so we have to understand that there is uncertainty in science, and you need to have these double blind trials that are you know go through peer review process and and only when you have a number of those you know we we understand that better, so our campaign. Yeah, uh, is uh, ask, test, repeat is a simplified form of the scientific method. Don't take stuff at face value. Ask questions, test test those those assumptions, and repeat until you you understand it. So we're all scientists, uh, we can all use the scientific method, and we think that this approach is really is import- more important today than ever before.
0: Maurice Bittran has been with us from the Ontario Science Centre and celebrating 50 years this year. Get down, check it out. Maurice, thanks so much for the time. Congratulations. Good
1: luck. Thank you, Scott. Come, when you come back, let me know.
0: I will, except I'm bald okay. now, so I can't do the <laughs> yeah, hair yeah. thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>